Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. I am no bird and no net ensnares me. I am a free human being with an independent will. Welcome to our series on Jane Eyre. Jane Eyre was written by Charlotte Bronte and published in 1847, the early Victorian era. Charlotte Bronte lived in Hayworth in Yorkshire, in the parsonage as her father was the local vicar. Hayworth is at the bottom of the Yorkshire Moors, and their rough wilderness was a strong inspiration for the writing of Charlotte and her two sisters, Emily, who wrote Wuthering Heights, and Anne, who wrote The Tenant of Wildfell Hall. To understand the influences of the novel, there's a few things that can help us. Because writers often use their own experiences as a starting point for their novels, we don't need a biography, but a few facts can give us an idea of where the writer is coming from. The first is that Charlotte's mother died when Charlotte was five, leaving five daughters and a son. Charlotte's aunt moved up to Yorkshire to help care for them, but the absence of mothers in Charlotte's fiction is a common theme. Charlotte was very close to her sisters. They spent a lot of time together, in particular writing fantasy stories in tiny doll-sized books that you can see on display at the Bronte Museum that's now in the parsonage at Hayworth. We can see something of Charlotte in Jane's character. She seems to have been quite strongly independent and not had a high opinion of her own appearance. Jane often calls herself plain. In making Jane an orphan and moving her around, Charlotte is perhaps using her own mother's loss to help empathize with Jane. The Lowood school was also influenced by Charlotte's own experiences. Charlotte went to a clergy daughters school in Cowan Bridge, not far from Hayworth. It was a boarding school, and she went with Emily and two older sisters. Both Maria and Elizabeth died of tuberculosis at the school, and Patrick Bronte brought his two remaining daughters home. Charlotte always blamed the school for her sister's death. And said its poor conditions had caused her long-term physical illness. When Jane Eyre was published, its critical portrayal of Lowood School, where girls are given frozen water, thin gruel, and severely punished for any minor misdemeanor, Cowan Bridge tried to sue Charlotte for misrepresenting them. Yes, it was a fairly horrifying portrayal, and Charlotte's experiences as a governess weren't always well represented in her fiction either. She worked for several families in Yorkshire, and the conversations that Blanche Ingram and her mother have in Jane Eyre must have been influenced by the way that Charlotte was treated by families. Governesses were in a strange position: middle-class women, but women who were being forced to work because they couldn't support themselves or marry. Working class tends to mean labouring, physical jobs, or being a servant, so it doesn't really apply to Jane. Governesses were part of an emerging middle class of professional working people, educated but having to support themselves. As women, there were few other alternatives for them, as the types of suitable jobs were very limited. And because they were usually young, well brought up, single women in a household, they were often treated with suspicion by the women of the house as a potential threat to the marriage, as well perhaps as a reminder that the line between wealth and poverty was a very thin one. The role and status of women at the time is very much an influence on Jane Eyre. In the mid 1800s, women were treated well and respectfully, but they didn't have a lot of the rights and freedoms that we have in Britain now. They couldn't own property after marriage; it all belonged to their husband. They couldn't start divorce proceedings, 
and if they were divorced, their husband usually took the children. In the aristocracy, Rochester's social status, women were still expected to marry well rather than work. Those who couldn't, like Jane without any family or inheritance to take a potential husband, had to learn a profession. But, as we've said, the professions for women were fairly limited to teaching. There were also specific expectations of a traditionally feminine behaviour. Women should be quiet, submissive and highly moral in their attitudes. But do remember, those are generalisations, and the fact that the Brontes wrote, and wrote such strong, interesting women, is an indication that being a Victorian woman wasn't an entirely horrendous experience. We need to remember not to overgeneralise about the past, but to think of broad ideas as just that, broad, and giving us an idea rather than an in-depth understanding. Charlotte Bronte taught as both governess and teacher, and when she wrote, she published under a male pseudonym or pen name. All three sisters published under different names, and Charlotte chose Curra Bell. She said she liked the ambiguity of the name, and most people saw the Christian names as masculine. She said that other people found their mode of writing and thinking was not what is called feminine. And she'd noticed that critics often used writers' femininity either for their chastisement, the weapon of personality, and for their reward, a flattery which is not true praise. Basically, if it was a feminine novel, critics liked it. But if it wasn't, then critics said it was unbecoming and not fitting for a woman to have written it. And because Jane Eyre and the novels by the other sisters weren't typically feminine, they probably got a better response with a more neutral-sounding name. In fact, once Charlotte Bronte was revealed as the female author of Jane Eyre, several critics re-reviewed the novel and said the writing was coarse, not suitable from a female writer. The novels the Brontes wrote were passionate, fiery and challenging. Their characters were flawed and difficult, especially the women, and their stories were not the light romances of social manners that the public expected women to write. In some ways, it's no surprise that their novels are so violent and concerned with death of different kinds. Not only had Charlotte experienced the deaths of her mother and two sisters by the time she was a teenager, but Hayworth, where she lived, had a horrifying mortality rate and was the subject of a government health report. Its average life expectancy was just under 26 years old, and nearly 42% of all children there died before the age of six. While the report in 1850 prompted changes in sanitation and infrastructure, Bronte was writing before that was written, and so experienced a community that was familiar with death, especially as her father conducted many of the funerals, and the parsonage is located on the top of the hill, above the graveyard. So, when we're reading Jane Eyre, it's important to understand some of these contexts to help us understand the influences and motivations that Charlotte Bronte had. We can refer to them sparingly in the exam to help explain some of her characterization and presentation of the themes we're going to explore in this series. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next pod. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.